Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Feels Like Weezer. It's the uh, weekly podcast where we talk about Weezer's entire discography, song by song, track by track. Um, I'm Zach Fracking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log, and I'm Eric Nash. You can also follow me on Twitter at Lucky Mustard. And joining us today is uh, nobody. It's just Eric and I. Uh, aren't you all lucky? Get to hear our dulcet tones uh, in stereo. Right? Yeah, I edit in stereo. It works. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? You, you just don't output in stereo. <laughs> Thank you. No, 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 no. I, I just you. I edit in stereo. I output in mono. Uh, it's too much work. I'm not doing this left track, right track, baloney. Yeah, know? and I've heard like people doing like at certain percentages too. You know, it's it's not like full. It's not full left and full right for you know a, a two person show. But it's, Look, but I, like I love like this a, podcast. Yeah, I fun. love doing it. It's so much fun. We could talk with some great and interesting people, but that is way too much work yeah. than I'm willing to put into it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Peter and Christian. That's just the fact of the matter. Um, but, uh, yeah, so today we are talking about Death and Destruction, song number five on Maladroit. What do you what do you think of this one? Um, it's it's pretty interesting. It's it's got it's this it's this more I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's just got this feel to it that's that's pretty close to unlike anything else I think I've ever heard from pri- prior in doing this from Weezer. I mean, definitely there's mm-hmm. the, he's done he's done a lot of these other you know kind of mixing of genres and stuff more and more mm-hmm. recently. Um, oh, definitely. But I mean, at this point in in their that's the right career, album. yeah, yeah. This uh, this this song in particular, I mean, it's 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 almost a little like how Butterfly was on Pinkerton. You know, it's it's just like whoa, yeah. it's just like a little jarring that it's wow. This is this isn't like a, a good, it's not not good, but it's not a it's not a straight ahead rocker. You know, right? There, there's this there's this uh, nuance to it, kind of, mm-hmm. and how it sounds. Well, and then it, at least you know? it's. It slows down, you know, yeah. especially from uh, Take Control, where you're coming, mm-hmm. you know, off these really high, quick, you know, uh, riffs, and then it's just this kind of slowed version. Um, not version, but I mean, like, a, a just kind of a, a slower tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it just, it feels so different from, from anything really else on the album, um, in a good way, you know. Um I wouldn't say that it's it's bad by any shape of the no, by no. any you know I, I honestly think it's a really great song. It's just uh, different, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, should we should we not really talk about the lyrics until the end because this was you know originally done right. as an instrumental song, <laughs> right? And I went would have been that just, just earlier today. I went ahead and listened to the, that on YouTube. Um, and you know, supposedly the you know with his interaction with the fans at that point online, on mm-hmm. rumors, uh, you know he 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 had them listen to this instrumental take on this song, and then 
and they said they loved it so much, and he ended up putting lyrics to it. So, did it sound any different, or no? Uh, not really. No, it was yeah, because because um, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, I don't I don't think right. It's it's that different. It's it's it's. it's I think it's because there's no. I don't. I don't think the like an, any guitar or any other instrument like really follows the melody. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think the melody of the vote that he's through the, through the singing of the vocals was an extra layer on top. Kind of right. Feel like. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that's. I think that's what's so cool about this song is that I mean it can it can work on both levels mm-hmm. the 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 lyrics and the you know the the vocality of it is not required for the song you know um i think it enhances it a lot but um i'd be interested i i guess i'll i'll listen to it later and find out i just haven't i just haven't done it yet so um well and the, and the thing yeah. is so i mean going against what i just said the the, the lyrics <laughs> they, they they're they're it's pretty simple i mean it's, mm-hmm. it's a very very short verse verse one and verse two and and chorus it was well i mean it's not there's no there's no third verse there's there's this just just the twice that we hear the chorus you know it, it's pretty mm-hmm. short and and simple lyrics yeah it's it's really it's a really short it's a tight tune um and you know i mean it it's you can feel the heartbreak that the song is supposed to evoke um you know mm-hmm. and and I mean, because when you look at the lyrics, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Um, you know, he's sad. He's, you know, depressed by this because, you know, the girl that, or person that he likes is not reciprocating those feelings. Loves is not reciprocating those feelings. Um, so he's trying to teach himself to walk away. And, um, you know, I think that that's, that's something that you, that pretty much anybody can relate to, you know, on, on a pretty visceral level. And then the title, Death and Destruction, you know, um, it's, uh, yeah, I think it, it works very well at that level as well. Um, you know, because it's, it's how he's feeling. He's feeling dead and destroyed, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a good, it's a good tune. I mean, the, the, uh, it just, it sounds so different from everything else you know and i think that's what really gets me is how um how unique it is you know but okay that opening riff uh the just the, the the opening chord i guess that's every time i hear that I think of a song and I can't remember what it is. I'm like 90% sure it was the the song that played at the beginning of Happy Gilmore. Mm. It's been a long time since I've seen that. <laughs> it just it just sounds so it's uh I don't know. I feel like it's a Leonard Skinner song that plays, but I'm not I'm going to google it. Why didn't I look at this before? <laughs> uh let's see here. Happy Gilmore uh opening song. Uh it's Tuesday's Gone. Oh. By Leonard Skinner. That's the opening song. Anyway, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. I think that it sounds similar. And every time I think that, I'm like, I should go home and watch Happy Gilmore. Uh, every time I hear this song. So. Well, well but, what I think of when I think of Tuesday's Gone by Skinner is Dazing Infused. Mm. 
I've never seen Days Confused, oh. so I know. Maybe you'll, I'm if a, you watch that, maybe you'll associate that song with a better movie. How dare you? <laughs> Happy Gilmore is amazing. I want to kiss you all over and over and again. Such a great, great movie. Uh, God-awful, you're right, but fantastic. Um I do you listen to the Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend podcast? I've I've listened to a couple episodes a little while back his, when it first started. His episode with Adam Sandler oh, is okay. fantastic. Uh he's like Adam Sandler's the chillest guy. Uh and it, it just anyway, it it's a good uh it's a good one. Definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. That's Podcast Corner with uh, Zach Franking Smith. <laughs> so you know, but honestly, I don't have a whole lot to say about this song. Um, I, it's abbreviated to D and D, and has nothing to do with Dungeons and Dragons. So, there's a fun fact. Um, um, there is the, the the end of the song, the outro. Yes, according to Genius.com, I believe it was. Um, the uh, the spelling of "I Love You." Mm-hmm. So we we yeah. for Weezer, we've had that what once before for the cover that we covered um yeah uh, valoria except except i'm pretty sure in weezer's cover they didn't spell it but in right. the original that uh she does um, um kelly deal um but so i went ahead and found you know a couple a couple articles or what have you on online uh uh and this great list <laughs> of probably good four dozen maybe <laughs> um songs that are that have spelling in them you know, and, and and the ones that definitely stand out is like you know like American Woman by the Guess Who, and I don't, I, I'm feeling like Lenny Kravitz again, Lenny Kravitz when he covered it, I don't think he did it maybe because it's not listed here, but um, yeah, but you know I mean the one that really stood out and I think I even thought of before I even went and looked was was uh, uh, the band Pulp. Okay, familiar with them at all? No, no. Feeling okay. called love. And, and and the actual title of that song is all those letters spelled out. You know, it's a capital F period, capital E period. You know, feeling feeling called love, and, and he spells it out a couple times throughout the song. That's for sure, at least. So, what do you think that means? When when an artist chooses to to spell, spell it out, out instead of just saying something. it. Well, I guess that kind of indicates what it is. He's they're trying to get their point across, you know, mm-hmm. like the narrator of the song is trying to get their point across, especially in this case, you know, like, I love you, Eric. Um, and <laughs> I just wish you would reciprocate and tell me that you feel the same way. And it's just, it's very frustrating that we do this podcast every week and I have to, every time I end it, I'm like, all right, love you, Eric. And you just hang up on me. Or you say, I know, like you're some sort of Han Solo. And I'm like, look, buddy. It's it's my way or the highway here. I, I don't have okay? Harrison Ford's charisma. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything, but yes. Um, so that, uh, anyway, no, no like he, he, he's actually spelling it out for her. Mm-hmm. You know, like, look, I love you. I wish that we could feel the same way. But it kind of puts a finality to it as well, where it's like, okay, I've said it, I've said my piece, I'm going to learn to turn and walk the other way now. But I just trampled all over what you were going to say, so. <laughs> well, I mean, I was just going to point out some others. But, but I think what, what you're saying, though, I've, I've, I kind of feel like sometimes 
the spelling out is a lot more um, out out in full force and 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 very discernible by the listener. Mm-hmm. But in other times, like like the Valoria and like this, I think. I mean, it, you know, it took me seeing it in the lyrics, like, oh, he's spelling out something. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he, <laughs> he spelled out. I was something. very confused at first. Yeah. I I because I, I, I it's gotcha. when you start with the the letter I, mm-hmm. you know, it's sure. also a word. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's starting a sentence. And I'm like, what the hell is he saying here? Uh, I just, yeah. But, but, the, um, but there's a huge, I mean, like probably the, the biggest, there's probably two that are the biggest and, and they, they're definitely, definitely the far ends of uh, the spectrum of old classic rock, which with uh, Gloria and actually done by, by both them as well as uh, Patti Smith. Um, mm-hmm. but then, um, it's Gwen Stefani <laughs> with hers. That's, that's definitely the much more recent, oh, yeah. um, but what, 10 years old now or so, uh, cause ho- this is bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes, honestly, I forget how to spell banana, uh, and I'm <laughs> you like, have, you have to... okay, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. How does she sing that Well, <laughs> well, and it, I, I've actually run into this a couple times cause I've been, you know, uh, spelling it out loud for whatever reason. Like, this has happened to me, like, a couple times in the past couple of weeks. I don't understand it. Um, but I can never spell it out loud properly. Like, I can oh, obviously write it down because yeah. I'm not an idiot. But, like, mm-hmm. spelling it out loud... To, to, to someone, I, for someone to understand, try to understand right. what you're saying. Or to I'm like, B-N-A-N-A-N-A. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Just have a stroke? What's going on here? But, yeah, it's... I... Like in that case, I think it's it's just being uh, putting an emphasis on it. You know, like this is bananas, b a n a n a s. You know, like it's crazy. It's that crazy. I yeah. have to spell it out. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I I guess what I'm trying to say is that uh, there's no one way that an author, a songwriter, can tell their story. Um, just because it's spelled out doesn't mean anything. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, the one other one other one I'd want to point out is by the band XTC. Are you familiar with them? What? what what's what's their what's their big one? I'm trying Ooh. to remember. <laughs> um, Dear God was kind of big, and that was their mid '80s. Um, and, okay. and and used in um, um, damn, was it was it like used in a movie or something? I think it's been used in a couple movies. I think. Because um, the only thing I can think of is, uh, I'm thinking of Extreme, uh, the band Extreme. What? Uh, this is different. <laughs> I know it's different. X- I, they're different X- bands, Eric. It's <laughs> just the only thing I can think of. XTC is like a, um, a new wave-ish, but but they're, they're a British new wave that that kind of does, are kind of a little on the goofy side as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I mean, something like, the, like a song title, like, was... Uh, generals and majors and another song title is um um 
Oh crap. Uh, Nigel, something Nigel. Nigel. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that. But but their their song I hadn't heard before, so I I did listen to it once I think, and I have the YouTube link in my thing, so I'll listen to it again soon. Hopefully, is uh, your dictionary is a song title that, that where apparently they apparently spelled something. I don't, I don't remember what. I didn't really listen that closely to figure that out. <laughs> what is it they're spelling in here? But I just I just gave it one listening because I mean it's a band I like an awful lot. I have a few CDs by, but then that's one that's that's a it's a deep cut that uh, has passed me by. I believe. Interesting. I'm just on their Wikipedia page right now. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of, just kind of going through here. Yep, have no clue who they are. <laughs> so, um, dear God, I the only thing I can think of with that is the uh, there the was a movie Avenged called Sevenfold Song. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So there was a movie. I think what, what I think it was called Dear God um, with um, uh, Greg Kinnear with uh, with the letters mail mail post U.S. Post Office mail. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. Like okay, I've shelved it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I know it. Shelved that. Uh, Sarah McLaughlin covered "Dear God." Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. And, and also Shooty's Groove. Most importantly, mm, don't I don't know, know who that is. I'm gonna go to their <laughs> Wikipedia page now. Anyway, yep. so I'm gonna close out of there before we go down some other sort of rabbit hole here. Um. So, uh, you got anything else for this one? Uh, I think I'm good. It's you know, right. it's 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 a really really interesting song from them at this time. I think you know? it is. It, it's I, I think that was the word that I that I've been trying to look for this entire time is that it's interesting. You know, like it. It's good. It's in the first couple of times that I listened to it, I'm like, oh my god, this like. I only skipped over it because I'm like, okay, it's slow. We're we're just that's not what I'm in the mood for right now. But I think it's it's so much more than that, mm-hmm. you know. I, like it's it's a necessary slowdown, um, and it flows so well into slob, you know. Um, especially like it, I guess if we're looking lyrically and you know if we're if we're looking at the story of the album, you know. But um, well, and and, and again to back go, kind of go back to the the. One of the first things I said, at least, uh, it being an instrumental first, I wondered, just in case I'm missing something from some recent albums that I haven't listened to a lot lately. You know, lately I I know I listened to everything once, at least you know, as of uh, a few years ago. But um, mm-hmm. but so has there have they officially released on any normal studio album an instrumental? Um, the Future Scope there, trilogy. There's, there's one of the there. songs. Yeah. The, I, I think one or two of the songs have are, are instrumental, but I don't think so. Otherwise, I might be wrong because they're not quite the band that you'd expect to do that to go to exactly. go that extreme. So it's good right. that he added the lyrics, you know, especially at this time. I mean, mm-hmm. as of now, they they have gone that extreme, but that's on a little bit more recent album. Um, right, but well, and, but and with you know, that, and the band I compare it's... that to, the band I compare that to, when I kind of well, it was really the first album I got by them, uh, Flaming Lips, and I got mm-hmm. the Yoshimi album, and that has like a couple instrumentals in, in the latter part of the album, and uh, I mean, I kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, bands can do this, <laughs> right? My my first one was uh, YYZ by Rush. That was my first oh. instrumental that I'm like of a rock band obviously like i've had to listen to yeah oh yeah sure vivaldi in that garbage but um yeah i said it yeah. classical music more like 
bad music. Um, yeah, I'm 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 on it. I'm on it today with these uh, with these slams. Um, who covered this song, yeah. Eric? Um, so according to my normal sources, no covers. But of course, I did find, as I've mentioned somewhat recently, is the Weezer cover project. I mean, they've seemingly covered everything up to like eight or so years ago. I think when they kind of stopped. Um, and, and then this song of theirs, or, or this 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 uh, take, um, this cover by them of this song, was uh, was was pretty good. I did give that a full, pretty full listen. I think, yeah, all the way through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, enjoyed that. Um, then there's Molotov Cocktail Piano, which is pretty similar. I mean, the, the Weezer cover project that's that's an acoustic guitar mainly, essentially, or, or multiple right. maybe even to kind of fill it out a little bit. Um, and then I did find one besides a couple YouTube guys that, you know, were just playing along to, you know, the, a backing track of it, you know, or, or maybe even with, <laughs> with the guitar, not even, right. um, not even with that, with the guitar removed or whatever. Um, but there's, there's one guy that put, put something up that was pretty, pretty, sound pretty good. Um, uh, Robert Rossignol, <laughs> R-O-S-S-I-G-N-O-L. I spelled it out. Hey, you're a regular River Squall. <laughs> I can spell things. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess I, I, this is kind of you know a, a deep cut from you know yeah. one of their least well-known <laughs> albums. So I'd say, and, and, and some, even just having and three some out there dislike. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, for whatever reason, I don't get it. The more and more I listen to it, I'm like, mm-hmm. this is a great album. Uh, you know, but whatever um anybody else uh that's about it yeah that's all i came across all right so here we are uh it's rivers cuomo time uh so as the great rivers cuomo once said every time thank you (laughs) this this the segment isn't landing well and i know that but i started it I've only forgotten one, and that was during Keep Fishing, but there was a lot of other stuff going yeah. on then. Uh, so, just, just, we'll, we'll, we'll stop after this album, okay? All right. <laughs> it's not a great segment, but I'm proud of it. Um, so, how would you rate this song, Eric? <laughs> um, Save me from myself. <laughs> Um, I will give this song. Hmm. I give it a seven point five. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it a solid seven. Right. I think. Uh, like it's it's definitely so far my least favorite on the yeah, album. Right. Yeah. Um, that we've listened to. So. But it's yeah. not the least favorite. Like <laughs> least favorite on <laughs> Pinkerton. Right. <laughs> It's 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 a, a a minor least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so thus far, I mean, yeah. After about after about burnt it jamba for me, everything just kind of runs together. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Because usually I stop paying attention as closely, so it'll be uh, I'll be I'll be learning a lot here pretty soon. So anyway, uh, all right. So hey, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I'm Zach Franking Smith. You can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. And I've been Eric Nash. Uh, I also have uh, Watchmen Minute that you can listen to, and Almost Famous Minute, both movies by minutes. 
shows. Yeah. You can find more at uh, moviesbyminutes.com. And Almost Famous Minute is also part of uh, the same network we're on, uh, Pantheon Podcast Network. Yeah, uh, it's uh, Pantheon Podcasts. Check us out, pantheonpodcast.com, uh, where you can find lots of great rock and roll podcasts. Uh, what's one you've been listening to lately, Eric? Um, I want to say uh, uh, The Deeper Digs in rock. There's a, there's mm-hmm. a lot of that one to catch up on, so right. I've been going through that lately. That's my rule, is there has to be at least 300 episodes or I'm not going to download it. Uh, No, that's not true. But uh, I've been a really bad network contributor. Uh, I haven't really been listening to a lot. But um, that's one I've been really wanting to get into Mm -hmm. is the the deeper digs. And Rock and Roll Librarian as well, because, Mm, you know. Obviously. That's that's a thing that I do, so. uh, If, if If they had Rock and Roll Engineer, then I'd have to listen to that. Right. Oh, geez. Let's cue that one up. Um, well, there you go. There's your new. Uh, there's your new spin. Your new uh, podcast. It's rock and roll uh, engineer. You talk with uh, not sound engineers, but like engineers for music videos. So like they had to build things. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Um, I guess that would be carpenters. Rock and roll carpentry. That doesn't work. No. <laughs> Nope. It's not a good idea. It's not a good idea at all. You can always follow Pantheon Podcasts on Twitter at Pantheon Pods. Uh, you can follow us, Feels Like Weezer, on Twitter at Feels Like Weezer. You can check us out on Facebook, Feels Like Weezer. You can join the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society on Facebook. You can uh, and you can chat with all of us there, um, all three of us who post. Um, and then uh, you can send us an email, feelslikeweezer at gmail.com. You can also check out our tea Public. Uh, feels like uh, it's no no it's not feels like Weezer it's a uh, uh, there's a link down at the bottom just click on that uh, and we have a new shirt up um, in honor of keep fishing so uh, yeah so go ahead and check those out uh, T, our T Public store that's uh, Lucky Mustard if you're if you're just looking for it but yeah yeah T Public dot com slash user slash Lucky Mustard yeah right right yes there we go we got it we got there in the end. Uh, so I guess that's, that's all, um, uh, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. L I K E Y O U. You bastard. <laughs> I, I pour my heart out to you and this is what I you give me. Eight. <laughs> Would that have been funnier? <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.